Welcome to episode two of the Evolved Marriage Podcast, how your body impacts your marriage. Hi, this is Kate. And this is Eric. And this is the Evolved Marriage Podcast. Where we have fun with growth and connection. Thanks for joining us. All right, let's go. Hi, everyone. Hey, guys. Welcome. Welcome to episode two. Today, we're talking about le body. Yeah. Thank you for the three people who continued on from episode one and joined us in episode two. <laughs> thank you to our parents. They're hopeful we're going to stop. <laughs> <laughs> They're hopeful we're going to stop talking soon. <laughs> it's all it's all good. No, thanks. Thanks for being here. We're excited. Uh, so today we're, uh, as you guys heard from the title, we're diving into um, specifically in the self attribute, uh, the body branch, if you will. So how the body affects ourselves and to an extent the marriage. But before starting, my love, how are you doing? I'm good. I'm feeling good. I'm, you know, I'm feeling productive. I'm learning a lot. Um, and I'm in that mode where like everything seems very hard, which is annoying me. Um, <laughs> but when I step back, I understand that it's part of growth, but yeah, um, I feel, you know, I, I, I guess it's probably how our son feels when he's writing like big words and he gets frustrated. That's how I feel with some of the growth that I'm experiencing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So challenged, I feel, you know, like I'm on the right track, but certainly it's sometimes I feel frustrated and annoyed. There you go. Yeah. How are That's you feeling? Good. Um, I don't know if bored is a feeling. Okay. But I feel bored. All right. Yeah. You got to get some <laughs> I, uh, action going. Yeah. You know, I'm, I'm very work oriented. You know that about me. I, I really live and breathe education and this week was my March break. And as always, it's, you know, coming to an end and I cannot wait <laughs> for it to come to an end. I want to see my students again. I want to get back into creating things for them. So I think that I'm just kind of bored. I'm kind of over it and I'm ready to go back and see my kids and be in that environment. And unfortunately, I'm not going back. I will be virtually doing it. So that'll be a challenge in itself. But I always look forward to new challenges. Anything that has to do with education (laughs) kind of lights me up. So I'm just that's kind of how I'm feeling. Nice. Yeah. You're like, you're like at the starting line, like ready to rock. You're like, when are we going? Exactly. Yeah. And it's kind of weird, I guess. <laughs> I don't know. Some people are like, no, my vacation's over. And I'm like, yay. Yeah. <laughs> what <tough>. next? <laughs> yeah, totally. It's a tough feeling to sit with sometimes, but yeah. I'm glad we're getting back at it. Um, and I'm glad we're doing this now. So it's, it's cool to be with you here. Thank you. Uh, just a reminder for you guys, definitely check in with your spouse, see how they're doing, right? This is why we do this with each other every day. If you guys want a great resource, uh, head over to evolvemarriage.com and we have a great resource. We check in daily with a structure. So if you guys want to use that resource, feel free. But again, it's all about connecting with your spouse on a daily basis, just checking in, seeing how they're feeling so you guys can really share what's going on in your lives. All right, so let's jump right into it. So um, really today we're talking about the body. And uh, the reason we're talking about this is because for us, when it comes to our marriage philosophy, uh, we have two aspects of it, right? One of them is the self and then the other is the marriage. So Kate and I both believe that without having a fully healthy and realized self, uh, you cannot create a healthy marriage with another. Um, So in each of those uh, attributes, in each of those is three branches. And in the self branch, is the body, the mind, and the tribe. And today on this episode, we're diving into the body. So uh, three elements uh, that we see when it comes to the body that really impact our bodies and how they show up in our marriages, um, number one is health and nutrition. So that's a really important part of it. Uh, number two 
is sleep and rest, right? How are you resting? How How is the sleep you're getting? Are you able to reset? Uh, just like Kate at the start of this episode was talking about her spring break, you know, we, we use that as a rest period to get right back to it in these coming days. And then lastly, the third thing is how you carry some of the stress in our body, right? We're thinking a lot about a lot of this tightness that we carry with us. A lot of us repress stress. We really push that down. So we're really going to dive deeper into those three things today when it comes to how it affects our body. And to an extent, we're going to explain how really that shows up in the marriage. Yeah. So let's start with exercise and nutrition, the first thing, right? And this is something that is really important for us, I think, in our marriage, right? We've made it a huge priority um, to exercise, to make sure we're eating right, because we have been at a place in our relationship where we weren't doing that, where we weren't fueling our body with good food, where we weren't exercising and moving and staying active. And it was really affecting our relationship in a way that, you know, we'd have really low energy. We'd come home from, you know, eating out and and feel bloated and gross and just not really showing up as our optimal selves. And then you kind of started before me, I'd have to say. You started, like, you got onto the health and nutrition train a little before I did. Yeah, and I, I, remember- I was out of shape sooner than you were out of shape. <laughs> That's not true. Yeah, so I had to make a change. <laughs> <laughs> well, and I remember you telling me, like, um, Kate, like you, you were never the kind of husband who would push me to start doing those things and you never made me feel like I had to, but I started seeing you and I started seeing your energy levels change and I started seeing your body change and I started seeing you get stronger and more confident. And I was like, man, I want to get on that train. (laughs) Yeah. I was wearing less shirts around the house. Yeah. It was really nice. Really. I mean, it still is. It just gets better every day. (laughs) But yeah, definitely in the sense of, you know, you don't really know until you start doing it. I think for us, it was totally normal to feel lethargic, tired, exhausted, you know, Mm -hmm. irritated, annoyed. Um, And that was our normal, right? Yeah. And then when you shift that, when you start putting healthy things in your body, when you start fueling yourselves with the right food, when you start becoming more active, like, my goodness, your whole life changes. You're like, whoa, Mm -hmm. I feel like I could run a marathon right now. I feel like I have so much energy to go on with our days. And there are times, you know, there's seasons especially stressful seasons where you and I will fall into, you know, eating bags of chips and candies and things like that. And it feels good when we're doing it, but it comes back and it bites us in the butt because we're like, oh my goodness, like I don't feel good right now. And it directly affects our relationship. We're going to bed earlier. We're not connecting in the bedroom. We're not feeling good. Uh, Physically, we're not as confident. And I mean, It's not so much to say that you need to exercise to look good. That's just definitely a bonus. Yeah, I think Um, I think like the way you look from exercise right now, the age that we're at, that's really just a side benefit, right? Exactly. We do it for the way we feel Mm -hmm. after we exercise. Exactly. And and just, you know, we notice how good we feel, therefore we continue to do it. So I definitely encourage you to start doing something and see how that affects your body. Yeah. And I think when you have this amount of energy, right, the way that it translates to the marriage is that you have more energy to show up as a healthy partner, right? You can lead with different ways to connect and bid, right? Oftentimes when you're tired, exhausted, lethargic, and your partner tries to initiate sex or initiate different types of connection, 
um, you start going in your head like, oh, I'm too exhausted for this. I don't want to do this. You know, I'm not open to it. And what happens is you're very closed off to a lot of opportunities, right? Mm -hmm. Maybe your spouse is saying, hey, do you want to go for a walk? And we can, you know, go outside and go on an adventure. And immediately because you're too tired, you know, just as we were at some point in our relationship, it was like, no, I don't really want to do that. Why don't we just sit around and read books? Or why don't we just sit around watching TV together? Yeah. Um, And we continue down that path for a very long time because to us, that was really normal, right? To just have this relationship where we didn't really adventure and it just felt okay to us. Um, but then when we started realizing that we could do things differently, it, we, it really became, you know, I hate to say addiction, uh, but it really became this thing that we loved doing because we saw the benefits of how it impacted our marriage. Mm-hmm, exactly. We can maybe move on to you talking about sleep and rest. Yeah. So when it comes to sleep and rest, I think for a lot of us, this is something that is a total afterthought, right? I think in westernized culture, there's a certain sense of pride in being a martyr and just working yourself to the bone, you know, that idea of no rest for the wicked, I'll sleep when I'm dead. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of, um, you know, men, but also women, they wear this as a, as, as a badge of honor. Like, oh, I never get sleep. You know, I'm working all the time. I'm grinding it out all the time. Must be nice to get eight hours of sleep. Um, and I think when you start to shift your mindset around that and understand that really some of the most successful people in the world, right, certainly the most successful fathers, husbands, men that I know, um, they prioritize sleep and rest, right? They need to reset their bodies so that they can go out there and be much stronger um, for their spouses, for their families, for their communities. Um, so for us, you know, sleep and rest is a priority in our relationship uh, and for ourselves. We literally um, have days that are carved out just to be restful, right? Um, we say this all the time, but like, Oftentimes, one day on the weekend is just us walking as a family, going on hikes as a family that are a little lower. We take rest days when it comes to working out and we chill, right? We chill at home. Um, And I think it's really, really important when you shift your mindset because this idea of burnout is a real thing. I think, you know, Kate and I both experienced it at one point in our lives, right? We were go-getters. We were obsessed with achievement um, and we were both just working all the time, right? We would be at work. We would come home. We'd put the kids down and then we would work again at night till all hours in the morning and wake up, wash, rinse, repeat again. So um, I always say, you know, sleep and rest is really something you need to prioritize. Not only does it impact you directly as a person by being more patient, right? You're not as irritated. You're not always flying off the handle. But also what, what happens is when you're well rested and you get good sleep, you're much more open to intimacy, right? You have much more brain function. You're super focused and you can start to create some of these bids for love. You can start leading in those intimate ways in your marriage, uh, not just emotionally, but also physically and sexually. Yeah. And and I'm, I'm happy you brought that up because me being the low desire partner, it's very much, um, I need to really be in the, uh, the right mindset in order to be intimate. And if I've filled my day with everything else, There's no way that by the time we get to the evening that I'm going to be in the mood or be ready or even have the energy left to become intimate, to be intimate Mm -hmm. uh, with you. So it's very important on days where I know that, you know, hey, this would be kind of a good day. (laughs) It's kind of working with our day to rest, to make sure that I have that energy to show up later or to show up sometime that day in order to be intimate with you. Yeah. um, And I think that the third thing that we really want to touch on is this idea of how we carry stress in our body. 
um, right? And this has really only become come to light really in the last 20 years or so. Uh, but people are really starting to understand the effects that holding on to all this stress is having on our bodies long term. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't want to get too much into the science of it. You know, I'm certainly no expert on this. Um, but what I realized how, to, how it really played out in our marriage was, you know, I used to work in the service industry. I used to run restaurants for a living and I was working long hours, always on my feet, always in these really, you know, high stress environments. Um, and what I realized is I was, you know, really calm and cool under pressure. But what I had learned to do was really to repress and push down a lot of these emotions to keep them at bay inside my body. Mm-hmm. Um, and what was happening is over time, over, you know, two, three week period, after I just continued to repress a lot of this anxiety, a lot of the stress and ignore it, um, I would be a time bomb and I would just explode. Um, and sadly, you know, a big part of the problem was I was not exploding on you know, people in my work or people really who are causing a lot of the stress, I was exploding uh, on Kate, right? Or even now when it gets really bad, you know, it hasn't in a long time, but uh, there was times when I would literally do it on my kids, right? Where um, they would come to me and want to play and because I was overwhelmed with work, I would just snap and I would just tell them, you know, I would yell at them to get away from me and it wasn't okay. And um, we don't realize that oftentimes by holding on and repressing some of the stress, it affects us in the body and it stays with us. So it's really important to, you know, open yourself up and release some of the stuff through a lot of fitness exercises that we can do. Um, but really, there's a there's a whole bunch of ways that you can release some of the stress. Yeah, and I find one of the easiest way to know ways to know if you're holding that in your body is really how is my body feeling? You know, feeling in you usually you can feel it in your neck and your shoulders, constant headaches. Are you grinding your teeth? I mean, sometimes I know when I'm stressed, I'll be driving down the road and then I get home and I'm like oh my goodness, I've been clenching my jaw the whole way home. Like that hurts. (laughs) And so I feel like you, you can feel it very easily in your body if you just open up to it and really try to get in tune with yourself. And it's at that point, that's when it's very important to say, oh, stop. I need to really take care of this. I need to move my body. I need to sweat this out or do something to get rid of this tense feeling I'm feeling or this headache, this constant headache, this constant stomach ache that I'm getting. Yeah, totally. And so why don't we move into some ways that the listeners can really take action in their lives to move towards maybe the next level on some of these things, right? When it comes to fitness and nutrition, when it comes to their rest and their sleep, and then when it comes to managing the stress in their bodies. Mm-hmm, definitely. So I think when it comes to exercising, one of the things that really worked for Eric and I was to make sure we scheduled some time on the calendar for it. And then it was also really important for us to make it part of our lives. So it kind of became something we would do on dates. Often we'll do mm-hmm. yoga evening dates where we'll do yoga together or we'll watch <laughs> TikTok challenges right. and practice those dances or those TikTok uh, workout couple challenges and things like that. I love doing them. I force Eric to do them. He enjoys them eventually, but (laughs) it's just, we're moving our bodies. Often we'll go, um, to a grocery store and we'll pick up some picnic food. Um, and then we'll go take a walk in the park. We'll have our picnic out there and be in nature and just move our bodies while we're on this date. So it's really become part of our lifestyle and we've really adapted it to make it work for us. And instead of going out to these 
restaurants and eating these big meals like we used to, we've kind of adjusted to having these like small lunches and going for nice active walks, moving our bodies and really being together while doing it. So as much as yes, it's important for you to take care of yourself and to find time to do that by yourself as well, because I mean, you can't wait till your partner is ready. You can't wait till you know, you have the perfect circumstances to start doing this, all the right equipment, all the right tools, um, make sure that your partner can make it to the gym with you on that day. You just sometimes you have to go ahead and do that on your own. Sometimes your partner's not there yet. And you just have to do it for yourself to make yourself feel good. And in that way, then you'll start showing up better for the relationship. And kind of like in our relationship, maybe you might inspire the other to start doing the same as you. Yeah. So I think really the foundation of this is, you know, don't overcomplicate things. Don't try to be superhuman or anything. Just start, right? Mm-hmm. Pick an exercise that you love. Maybe that's going for walks. Maybe that's going for walks with your kids or your spouse, right? And maybe that's where you start. And then you go from there. Um, if you feel like you want to be lifting some kettlebells or whatever, just start somewhere. And when it comes to your nutri- nu- nutrition, pardon me, um, for us, it was really about adding different things, right? Kate and I, uh, we don't necessarily believe in that idea of scarcity, taking things away, depriving us of things. So what we did instead was we started to crowd out a lot of these these bad, you know, quote unquote <laughs> things that we were putting in our bodies. So, you know, instead of drinking soda, we started drinking sparkling water with lime or um, you know, we add a lot more veggies and, and had smaller meat portions, et cetera. So really it was about what could we add to our diets instead of, okay, what do we have to cut? Yeah. And finding alternatives. So just stop standing in your own way. Right. I think it's about picking what works for you and just going for it, uh, and get some help, right. If you need it. So, um, the second thing we want to touch base on really is giving you tips and tricks when it comes to sleep and rest. Um, so again, I think this is more of a mindset shift than anything, right? Understanding that rest is a very productive thing. Mm -hmm. Um, I think when you come from a space where resting is a waste of time, uh, you can fall into that idea of moving towards burnout, Mm -hmm. right? And we have a million excuses as to why we can't rest, right? Everything has our time. Um, and I think it's really important to really switch your mindset and understand the value of rest, Um, For me, when I had to start doing it, I literally timed and made commitments to myself that on the weekends, you know, I would have really hectic work weeks. And then on the weekends, I would make sure that I would get eight hours of sleep. So I literally would not get out of bed and I would go to bed at a certain time uh, to get eight hours of sleep. And I think prioritizing that is really, really important for not only yourself, but the way that you show up as a husband, as a father, as a wife, as a Mm -hmm. a woman, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, And then lastly, when we talk about, uh, you know, managing some of the stress in your body, Um, For us, really, the biggest change that came into our life was we started to uh, find and create more joy in our life, right? We found that not only it was great to exercise hard and and relieve some of the stress that way, um, but really starting to add more joy to our lives, right? What is it that I really loved doing um, maybe as a kid or these things that I really loved doing in my life that really brought me a lot of joy, but maybe I thought they were wastes of time and they weren't productive to do them. So that's really, really important to us is to find some of that joy. Yeah. And, and with all of these things, all of the above, and especially with this one, don't be afraid to take risks. Don't be afraid to try things. I know for Eric and I, it was very trial and error. You know, we try one thing, it didn't work. We try something else. And it's very important that, that you just try. 
So I guess that's it for today and uh, our conversation about the body. I hope uh, you guys get to try some of these things. Don't forget that we are on Facebook. So we have an Evolved Marriage group on there. You can check us out also at uh, evolvedmarriage.com or send us an email if you have any questions or comments at info at evolvedmarriage.com. Thank you so much for being here and we will see you next time. All right. Cheers, guys. Bye.